I believe that the most important things to believe in yourself and in your success. If people see you positive energy and radiation of godness, they themselves will be confident in us and support us in difficult situations. You always need to be calm and direct your thoughts in the right correction. After all, if we do not have bad souls, there is not bad deeds. This podcast shows that Ukraine is not what foreigners see on television. To help Ukrainians, we need to break the stereotypes because Ukraine is not just a former Soviet country, nor Chernobyl, the new generation of Ukrainians today, have unlimited potential. This podcast is to break the stereotypes about Ukrainians and show the greatness of Ukraine to the world. Hello, my name is Aziz and I have a deep connection with Ukraine. My grandfather volunteered in 1987 to help liquidate the Chernobyl chemical radiation because he believed in humanity. He was a real hero for me. And even though he struggled with cancer after that for the rest of his life, he always told me many great things about Ukraine and its people. Then, from 2018 to 2019, for two years, I began working with UNICEF in Ukraine to help build orphanages for Ukrainian children. I could not return to Kiev because of the pandemic, so this project is my volunteer work to help Ukraine. And thank you all so much for the support. More than 130 people participated in this project for Ukraine, from the vice president of the Helen Marlin Group to the vice chancellor of the UGCC to the president of the Erasmus Student Network Kiev to the president of the World Trade Center Kiev to students from the FLEX program, Yale University, Harvard, and the London School of Economics to the United Nations to interns at the Ukrainian Parliament and at the Canadian Parliament to top 1% students in Ukraine. But not only them. This project is for all Ukrainians from all backgrounds. So please support this podcast by sharing an Instagram story today and mention the page aziz.future. My goal is to make interviews with hundreds of Ukrainians and the world is listening. This podcast is already top 100 in France and Switzerland top 60 in the United Kingdom and Japan, top 50 in Austria, Germany, and Canada, top 25 on Apple Russia, top 15 in Belarus, Poland, and Australia, and top 10 in Norway, Sweden, South Korea, and many other places, because this is now officially the number one podcast on Apple about Ukraine. Together, we will break the stereotypes. Together, we will help all other countries discover and respect the greatness of Ukrainian people. And this good reputation will support the development of Ukraine, creating more opportunities for every Ukrainian to have a better life. So let's begin. My guest today is Anna 
Chernyshova. Anna is 18 years old. She is an international relations student at the Institute of International Relations, Taras Shevchenko National University of Kiev. She lives in the capital and does fencing. She is a master of sports of Ukraine in fencing. Anna is constantly working on herself to develop a strong character as an athlete and a sharp mind as a diplomat. She studies the Turkish language, which is an important language for the Ukrainian state diplomacy, and she is a member of Action Diplomacy, a unique Ukrainian project giving youth an opportunity to learn more about diplomacy by visiting embassies. She loves to travel and has visited multiple countries. She is always working on developing herself as a person. She loves to read books and to communicate with new people and learn from them. Anna, how are you today? Hello. Thank you. I'm fine. And how are you? I'm excited, happy, looking forward to this. And to begin, Anna, with something that is close to your heart. When you are fencing, as someone who enjoys that sport, what is your favorite moment or part about fencing? Is it the preparation and pushing your limits in training? Is it the beginning when you think, I'm about to begin? Is it the middle where your brain is not thinking too much, but your body and you're in flow is doing everything? Or is it after when you win and celebrate and are victorious? Which part could be your most favorite? <laughs> so, hello everyone. Uh, first of all, I would like to start with uh, gratitude to the organizer as his future for the opportunity to take part in a, such a useful and interesting project. Um, asking your question, <laughs> of course, I like win and uh, a victory is my favorite feelings when I uh, do it fencing. And uh, today I would like to tell a couple of stories from my life. So I advise uh, all our listeners to take a hot tea or cocoa, make yourself comfortable and listen to relax. I wanted to tell our listeners that it, um, it is more than realistic to combine professional sports and study at a prestigious university. Uh, my story begins that my parents sent me to the fencing and I stayed in it for six years. <laughs> the funny thing is that the parents immediately understood what kind of sport it was because their child was actively interested in scavers and sharp objects and the parents' intuition did not disappoint about the sport. There is a quote that fencing is an art of communication with the help of weapons. I agree with it. It is not for nothing that so many films have been shot about the sport, books have been written about fencing and poems have been composed. Uh, fencing is very intelligent and does not tolerate dishonesty and breaking the rules. I love that fencing strengths the nervous system, increases coordination and forces you to make important decisions at last moment. Fencing has given me many friends from all over the world. We are constantly texting and it, uh, in contact with each other. I find it very cool to have a friend in almost every corner of the world. Sportsmen have an unspoken rule. Of the track, we are friends. But off the track, we are friends. On the track, we are rivals. Therefore, when the fights begin, we forget about friendship, but remember about respect for each other. 
After the match, we, after the match, we shake hands and our friendship remains at the same level. How does a fencing match take place? Two people stand on the path opposite each other. Opponents have equipment. There are mask, shoulder bag, jacket, pants, cord, glove, and an epi in hand. Athens will connect the cord to the epi and to a special reel that is attached to different corners of the track. When, they, uh, when the athletes touch each other with their epi, someone lantern is on, which is immediately displayed on the scoreboard. There is an op opinion that force should be used in fencing. <laughs> this is not true. Uh, coming distinctly that the ability to choose a technique are much valuable. The flashlight lights up uh, when the athlete touches the opponents very slightly. The fight goes on uh, 15 touch. The opponents uh, fence for uh, 9 minutes with a 2 minute break. In order to maintain active combat with all 15 touches, need to have really good endurance. At the beginning of the competition, everything is divided into groups of five people. Fencing with uh, five touches, this is done in order to compose uh, an overall, overall rating, where the revilers will fence with 15 touches. Height, age and figure of a person are not important for fencing. For this sport, the athlete must be agile, smart and fast. Therefore, it sometimes happens that an experienced athlete loses to an inexperienced one because he was more cunning. But of course, such situations do not happen often. People, from, uh, people form their sports authority over the years and sometimes even the surname causes fear and excitement before the fight. Interestingly, there are several fancy schools in the world. They demonstrate exploratory technique for all athletes and their coaches. The most classic and uh, interesting techniques are French, Russian and Italian. Personally, I, I love Italian technique most of all because it means playing an active match and provoking the opponent to make a mistake. Based on my experience, I can say that I have always been active in my matches. Sometimes it even happened that I decided everything for my opponents and fell for my own mistakes. It was really insulting. In such situations, the coach told me, Anna, you outplayed and outwitted yourself. This girl did nothing to win. You, uh, you yourself gave her that chance. The relationship between the athlete and the coach is actually a rather big aspect that also requires attention. Personally, I had a good relationship with my coach. He always supported me and believed in my success. Of course, there were moments where he or I did not control emotion during an emo emo uh, emotional match, but mostly we are a great tandem, I think. I think everyone will agree that when a person like, likes uh, his type of activity, he achieves success in it. I chose a Master of Sports of Ukraine at the age of um, 14, but according to the rules of Ukrainian Facing Federation, it can be obtained only at the age of 16. Therefore, at this age, I had to confirm my little again, title again. For Ukraine, I have won many medals from international competition, the World and European Championship. In girls, I have always appreciated the ability to combine strength and of uh, character and equality and femininity.
I really like to represent Ukraine in the international arena, and therefore, when I got older and it was time to choose a university, I decided that I would do, uh, do the same, but now a little differently, more diplomatically. This was uh, how I entered the Institute of International Relationship at the Tarashchenko National University. Now I'm studying at the Faculty of International Relationship. I really like my speci uh, specialty because I believe that a real diplomat should not only be smart, but also behave beautiful and correctly in different situations. My favorite member of the political elite, Margaret Thatcher. She graced the pages of English history and became the most famous male politician. After graduation from a university, students have a wide choice of profession, both in the country and abroad. Combining sports and studies at such a prestigious university was a little difficult. Sometimes it seems the training and study were dragging on and a wave of fatigue rolled over. But difficulties only motivate any good athletes, and me also. Sometimes I went to competition and missed a few days of university, then I had to study harder. But I like the switch from university studies to fencing uh, and competition in different countries. Also, this way, of, uh, this way of life helped me understand the people who surrounded me. Due to the busy schedule, I did not see my friends often, but they always supported me and took, uh, took care of me. In addition to the university, I'm a member of Action Diplomacy. This is Ukraine project is an opportunity for Ukrainian youths to learn about diplomacy by visiting embassies and interacting with people who directly influence international politics. I like this organization because it really shows the realities of diplomats. It is very interesting when there is an opportunity to hear firsthand about the career of diplomat. At the end of my story, I want to say that uh, if person is doing something, he should like it. Then he will be inspired by new achievements. Likewise, uh, when faced with difficulties, there is no to give up. We must always remember that we ourselves and the creation creators of our own happiness and good luck. I have always liked the quote from the famous Russian writer, Perseverance can overcome everything, even the laws of nature. I believe that the most important things to believe in yourself and in your success. If people see you positive energy and radiation of godness, they themselves will be confident in us and support us in difficult situations. You always need to be calm and direct your thoughts in the right correction. After all, if we do not have bad thoughts, there is not bad deeds. Thank you. You're welcome. That was beautifully said very well explained and i congratulate you on your abilities to communicate to explain and to relate things which is very very wonderful anna again i want to say thank you thank you very much i just want that people know uh, a bit more about fencing because it's interesting sport but in ukraine uh, not such popular in like in different countries so it i agree <laughs> Thank you. And you mentioned something, though, when you spoke about that for women, when they do fencing, they can combine the fencing techniques with femininity. And also you spoke about the Italian school, which is your favorite kind of techniques in fencing. Uh, 
can you both explain what is femininity inside of fencing and how is it manifested compared to a man doing fencing in your own experience and opinion? Um, I like Italian uh, school because I uh, all, uh, very often was in fencing fees in Italy. So um, uh, Italian technique uh, I like the most and uh, um, I think that is no difference uh, on the uh, path or like in French called piste fencing term uh, of path uh, for women or men's because um, men's and women uh, they strong and want to win they like lions I think. Thank you and it's so interesting you mentioned piste which is a French word and in many places they say that the French language is the language of diplomacy. So why did you choose yes. Turkish <laughs> instead of learning and focusing on French, especially that you know already many words from fencing that are in French? Yes, it's interesting things that diplomacy and fencing, uh, there are uh, a lot of uh, French words there. Uh, I chose Turkish language because uh, my university gave me this opportunity and um, I think that um, Turkish is a very uh, perspective language uh, for Ukraine uh, uh, because Ukraine has uh, um, a really good international relationship with uh, Turkey. Thank you very much. I agree, both historical and geographical. There is a big connection between Ukraine and other places. And you said you love traveling. Do you have some favorite cultures that you enjoyed going to places that are your real favorites? Oh, and uh, I also want to uh, add that in Ukraine, uh, not such many people know Turkish. So, um, unfortunately, in Ukraine, uh, not so many people who know Turkish and uh, uh, specialists will be very uh, popular. Uh, and of course, of uh, about traveling, uh, uh, I think uh, the most country which I like it, it was USA, uh, because their culture um, very um, different, uh, and uh, USA was really uh, a great country. I stayed uh, there from two months with my parents. We rent a car and traveling around. Uh, like not uh, like in uh, big cities like New York, Washington, uh, and uh, small cities, which uh, I think uh, more open uh, country um, countries culture. Great, that sounds like an amazing trip. And I have a specific question that maybe in fencing you find what are your strengths and what is your capability that makes you uh, really good at what you do. And then you thought in diplomacy, not many people study Turkish, and that will give you an advantage or something like that. Is it something you learned from fencing that instead of being similar to other people, we have to find something in us that we can be really unique and really strong at and develop that? Or is it happening by more luck that when you arrived and discovered the option for Turkish, you took it. Do you know what I mean? Like some people 
when they do fencing, maybe there is one move that they do faster than any other person in the world, and therefore they will develop that move a lot more and use it to win. And some people will use that and think, okay, when I'm studying, what can I be a great specialist at? And they focus on that, while other people, they don't know and just study something normal and hope for a good future. Is this something you used? Is this something you learned from fencing to find what you can be exceptional in doing and develop that? Or that's not really something that you learned there, but it happened? Um, I think, um, in my opinion, fencing sports uh, is a sport of uh, diplomats. I know uh, a lot of uh, diplomats that uh, uh, do in fencing. Uh, for example, um diplomat from Italy uh, and uh, in the diplomacy and fencing you need <laughs> to win and um, in diplomacy and fencing a person must have a really good nerves and be stressful and uh, uh, make uh, make a communication with uh, like uh, other person or a sportsman thank you and what would be your thought on very good advice for other new students who want to become great diplomats? What should they develop? What character or things that are important for a good diplomat in your own opinion? I think that uh, diplomat must be clever, uh, but not only clever because the world's uh, uh, there are a lot of clever people. Uh, diplomats must be behave uh, correctly in different situations. And um, I see it again, but stressful is very also important uh, because uh, in international relationships, relationships there are a lot of situations when uh, um, uh, when opponents speak with each other and can't agree with each other. So it uh, really good diplomat must be stressful to understand the situation and uh, decide it. How do you manage your stress? What is the activity when you want to really relax after a stressful day or a stressful week that you like to do in order to forget all stress? Um, I read a different book and uh, communicate with my friends because uh, um, my friends are clever people and uh, I can always relax with them. They are very interesting. They uh, can tell me uh, different things that I don't know. And uh, to be honestly, I can't, uh, if I can, can't read books, I just listen to my friends and they uh, give me new information. Also, uh, I like shopping like every woman. <laughs> And uh, shopping for me is also very relaxing. And of course, uh, I like traveling because it's also very, uh, very excited. And uh, it is excited when you um, discover new places and uh, relaxing, discovering new culture, learn about them, um, going around and see different um, cities and uh, countries. And also, to be honestly, I um, like, uh, I very like um, animals 
and uh, if I want to relax, uh, I just take a book and uh, a hot coffee and uh, my cat uh, and we together relaxing. Perfect. So you take a book and hot coffee and you relax with your cat, correct? Yes. Do you have a book that you really love and that you learned a lot from? Maybe you can speak about that. If not, you can also, if you don't have a favorite book because so many books you I love, have. you can speak. Okay, tell me about the, your favorite book and why do you like it very much? Um, okay, uh, I like uh, um, the picture of uh, Dorian Gray. Uh, because it is uh, instructive and uh, very interesting. Uh, this book about a boy who very like uh, uh, himself, and uh, at the end of the book he uh, gave a lesson and uh, he died in case he was uh, very uh, loving himself. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. And in which language do you read books? Just wondering. And do you read sometimes books in Turkish to develop the language? Or what is your method at home to improve languages? So first, the books in general. What language do you read normally? And how do you use your own method to improve Turkish language? Is it reading also books, watching series from Turkey? I don't know exactly. Um, I uh, often read Russian language, but sometimes I read Ukrainian because uh, a lot of uh, um, political documents in Ukrainian language. Uh, yes, of course, I read Turkish because I studied already two years and my teacher advised me to read uh, books on Turkish to develop a level of my language. Um, Exactly, um, my teacher very helped me to improve my level of Turkish. So, um, in lesson we uh, read a book, um, study grammar, and I, uh, of course, uh, watching uh, films in Turkish, uh, but I also watching films in uh, English. Uh, I think that is a great method to improve language. And uh, our teacher uh, of Turkish language, uh, she uh, gave us an uh, audio, which is um, was uh, spoken by uh, native um, speakers of Turkish. Uh, this audio is a bit hard, but uh, step by step, all students will understand it. Thank you, Anna, very much. You mentioned that you love pets and you love animals, correct? Yes. And cats. And is cats your favorite kind of animal or all of them in general? Or what is your love for cats and for animals? I like all animals, but uh, cats I like most of all because uh, they are very cute. <laughs> and uh, also I forgot tell you about my another hobby. Um, it is a make uh, a taking pictures uh, when uh, a special photographer taking pictures of me. Uh, but uh, in my life I uh, didn't have time to become a model. Uh, but I really like uh, when I uh, do photo sessions. 
and um, I do not have a tightness in front of the camera and I like posing. Um, I think beautiful photographs are very important for every people, every person, because they capture the moment. And uh, as about me, uh, when I look at my professional photos, uh, my mood improves and uh, I become more confident. Um, this uh, now uh, my mother knows my mother and uh, uh, she always make photo session, photo session <laughs> for me and uh, different. Um, agents of uh, models also invited me but I uh, uh, don't agree because I haven't time I just uh, was all in fencing thank you so you refuse that the agencies tell you about modeling but you like it very much because when you do photo shoots and you receive the results the pictures it increases your confidence and you feel very good is this correct Yes, but uh, model as a profession, uh, to be honest, I don't think it's serious, so uh, I don't agree uh, to make uh, an invitation for to be a model. Perfect. Why do you think it's not serious? And is there a difference between your pictures from a photo session and maybe your photos when traveling or from the USA or other countries? <laughs> I think there is a big uh, difference um, uh, in my photo when I in competition of fencing and when I in uh, photo studio because when I um, when professional photographers do uh, photo when I fencing I always looks very tired and uh, a bit nervous and uh, when um, professional photographers took photo in uh, uh, photo studio, I just relaxing and always smile and always funny. <laughs> I um, not make uh, seriously about profession. Uh, really, I don't know why, but uh, maybe uh, in Ukraine uh, there is uh, no not high level to become a become a successful model. So if you want to be a model, you must go abroad and. Um, because in Ukraine there is a really high level of this modern industry. Thank you. And so I like that you love Ukraine and you're working for to be a diplomat in your country, etc. To help yeah. understand why you choose that, maybe we find reasons to bring back a lot of the successful, clever Ukrainians who live now abroad. Why did you choose to stay in Ukraine and develop Ukraine and not go live in the USA or London or any other place? Maybe you do in the future, I don't know. But what is your thought now? What opportunities Ukraine give? And why did you choose that? Um, maybe it's because uh, I like to represent Ukraine in the international area. And... Um... Now uh, it's not different for me as I doing uh, this like fencer or like diplomat. Uh, I like Ukraine because uh, here uh, a lot of uh, different interesting people, and um, uh, to be honestly, the nature and the cities uh, are also very cool and brightly. Uh, so um, I advise um, <laughs> all um, travels to come to Ukraine and uh, see it on our own eyes that uh, 
uh, maybe Ukraine in international area has uh, no good reputation, but uh, I think that um, travelers uh, must come to Ukraine and see in uh, our own eyes. Uh, in that reputation, I uh, mean that maybe a lot of people think that uh, here is um, um, bad condition and uh, uh, poor people uh, for me is not true. But I remember in uh, uh, 2014 was uh, a world match in football and uh, I see a lot of articles, I saw a lot of articles and uh, uh, travelers are afraid to come to, uh, to come to Ukraine because they say that uh, really bad condition to condition to living and I think that is not true and a lot of uh, travelers they came to Ukraine during the world match of football they uh, going around uh, Ukraine traveling and say that uh, oh we were mistaken so Ukraine is not such a bad as we can imagine this is great I even I love Kiev but I heard some people saying we don't like Kiev. And since you are born and raised there, what are some places in Kiev that you think give a great mood, great energy, great relax or feeling that maybe you can recommend people visit and try so that they discover the beauty of Kiev and how great it can be? So about Kiev and also are there other places that are smaller in Ukraine with beautiful nature that you can recommend? Um, uh, I want to say that uh, no matter how much I traveled, I wanted always to return to Kiev. And um, I think uh, uh, Kiev, oh, uh, <laughs> it's like Turkish begins. <laughs> um, Kiev, many, uh, there are a lot of parks there. And uh, the, my favorite parks is um, Feofania. It's uh, situated near Kiev, I think near five minutes. And uh, of course, what about uh, different buildings? I recommend to visit uh, Kiev Sherska Laura uh, because it's really popular and uh, there are uh, there are a good atmosphere. And uh, I advise to uh, go um, along Kreshatik and drink uh, drink uh, a coffee, coffee there uh, because Kreshatik is the main street and uh, there are also good atmosphere and uh, a lot of restaurants shops so uh, it, for me is my favorite street <laughs> but I know that a lot of people who live in Kiev uh, say that uh, they don't like Kreshatik because it's very crowded but I don't agree with them. I agree with you. Kreshatek is really a wonderful place all over, as well as one of my favorite parts is near Golden Gate, that small section that looks like an old Munich German town. That's absolutely really cool. And the energy of the place is really wonderful. About books, you said yes. You love um, the picture of Dorian Gray. And if you don't have a book, you love to learn and get new information from your friends who are clever. Is this correct? Yes. Why is it really important for you to develop yourself and to learn new information and new things? Uh, first of all, I think that um, I should be interesting for another people. 
um, my friends want to speak with me and speak uh, with different uh, topics. And uh, I feel really confident when uh, I know a lot of different things and uh, can uh, speak about them uh, and uh, describe them. So uh, my parents always, um, when I was a child, and now we, my family and I, we always together uh, traveling to new, um, uh, to learn different things, uh, which uh, we can uh, together um, speak about them in the evening. <laughs> Thank you. And I'm wondering too, in addition to fencing, do you do something like yoga or gymnastics or meditation or something to be able to handle the stress that you spoke about? Do you have such activity that you do for your body for flexibility and meditation? Uh, yes, I um, I like very gymnastic. Uh, when I was a child, I um, doing gymnastic uh, for two years, uh, um, but then I ended it. Um, I like gymnastics because it helps my body feel really relaxed and it always uh, looks very uh, nice. And also to relax, I like going to massage, massage and uh, it really helps me relax. I like uh, running. Uh, I know that a lot of people don't like running, but uh, I like I like to put uh, earphones in my ears and uh, run because um, uh, in this uh, moment I don't think about something. I just run and feel music, and uh, I like very much this uh, emotion. Thank you. And about diplomacy, since it's very interesting. Did you learn some things from diplomacy that you use in life? And do you have new ideas for Ukrainian diplomacy that in the future maybe you'll create initiatives to make those ideas in the diplomacy of Ukraine become reality? Um, yes, I think that uh, Ukrainian uh, policy must be uh, more confident and uh, organized, and I think uh, Ukraine must uh, take care about the culture and uh, uh, um, like put in different um, and expansion expansion it to different other countries because uh, culture is a great power. It's a mild power, but a uh, great and. Uh, Mm, I I advise our politician to really uh, put attention in culture and um, expand it all over the world because it's uh, very interesting. Thank you very much. And I'm really curious about your love for books. How do you choose the next book you read? And do you read more literature or more books that tell you action and information about how to and self-development so is it your friends they suggest some books and you read is it you have a list or you look in amazon or how do you choose a book and do you read more literature or self-development and how to do things i try to combine a liter a liter and uh, 
self-development books. Now I'm listening. Oh, yeah, listening. Uh, now I'm reading uh, uh, 48 Laws of Power. Uh, this book about uh, how to speak with people and uh, make them think uh, like you want. Um, to be honest, my father and my friends uh, they advised me book. Uh, or if I see the description about this book, I understand that I won't buy it and read. Um, I think that uh, when um, uh, when I take a, a paper book. Uh, uh, I get uh, information by there uh, more clear and uh, I don't like um, uh, to read online because uh, uh, I don't... Um, I read information but I forgot about it uh, and I, when I uh, take in my hand a paper book it's really a good atmosphere, it's really good feelings and information um, in this information, I uh, remember um, more, more strongly. Thank you very much. And if you had some advice for listeners that will be very good in their life, what do you think this advice you can share now will be? Uh, yes, of course. Uh, I want to say that uh, if a person doing something, uh, he should like it. Uh, and uh, as I already said, uh, I it repeat because uh, in my opinion it's uh, really important uh, that people always need uh, to be calm and direct uh, their souls in the right direction. After all, if you do, uh, if uh, people do not have bad thoughts, they uh, will be no bad deeds, and it's uh, it is true uh, because uh, all our. Um, all our things came from our mind. Thank you very much. And if people want to follow you or communicate with you, what is the best social media to do this? Uh, Instagram or Telegram or Facebook, <laughs> as they like. Thank you. I'll make sure to put your Instagram at least in the description. It was a great pleasure. If you have anything you wish to share and add, please share now. Otherwise, I wish you a great day and goodbye to you and to your cat, Anna. <laughs> Thank you very much for this amazing opportunity. I'm really grateful for you, Aziz.